Hi there. My name is Dick. His name is Danny. Hi. And this is the Dirtbag Adventure Film Reviews, the podcast where we review all ranges of outdoor adventure films so that you know what to watch. Coming to you from the crag, the put-in, the hill, or even my mom's, no wait, your mom's, no, someone's mom's basement. Special announcement for this week, we are doing our first ever giveaway. We'll be giving away a $50 MEC gift card. And all you have to do to be considered for this gift card is subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Facebook. Do these two things and that will get you entered into the draw. If you want to be submitted a second time for the draw, you can leave us a rating and a comment on our iTunes. Good luck. Here we go with this week's film. Hi, you've reached Caroline Glyke. I can't take your call right now, but please leave a message and I will return it as soon as I can. Thank you. Hey Caroline, big fan of your social media feed. I'm just curious, like, I know I don't have the same big mountain dreams that you do, and I kind of look up to you in a big way. Maybe you can highlight some ideas I haven't noticed before and teach me a little bit how to be a silver spoon as well bitch with like an awesome Instagram feed. Because that's really what I want also. Um, anyhow, your cross eyes may be also. What is that? Fuck that guy. Jeez. Alright, so um, if you haven't seen the film this week, we are reviewing the film about a, uh amazing female skier in uh, Utah, Caroline Gleick. Alpine skier. Alpine yeah, ski mountaineering. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, ski mountaineering, which I think is a different level scary oh yeah <laughs> yeah 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 but so this um so rei and duct tape them beer released this film on youtube uh, a little earlier this year and it you know i i'd heard a little bit about caroline like from uh, a friend of mine who is um a kayak athlete and we'd watch some of her videos to kind of try and get inspired to do our own video for Haley, and yeah, and then this, I saw this video drop. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And uh, the video was about her struggles with mental... Or not mental health. With <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to edit that part out. No, leave it in. <laughs> no, leave so it it's in. about maybe the, her stalker's trouble with mental health. Yeah, yeah. It is about mental health, but someone else's mental health. Yeah. She seems mentally stable and emotionally stable. Yeah, so anyway, this story is basically about how uh, this young woman, Caroline Gleick, picked this really ambitious ski mountaineering goal to ski all 60 lines in a book called The Shooting Gallery. 90. 90 lines, sorry. 90 yeah. lines, yeah. So The Shooting Gallery is like a cult classic book down in Utah about some of the best ski mountaineering lines in the region. Right. And really scary ones, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, and it's her accomplishing it, like accomplishing this goal, and... Yeah, man, that whole stalker thing. Okay, so so from my perspective, Danny brings me this film. He's like, hey, we like, you know, we're always like, oh, what should we watch next? And he's like, this one. This one is what we're going to watch. And he was like pumped on it. I was like, all right, cool, in. First 30 seconds, hooked. Hooked because of that bullshit fucking beginning. Or I should say bullshit fucking uh, message. Uh, also, I, I felt like the cinematography for that was awesome. Obviously, a great start to a film. He was hooked after the first 30 seconds, so duct tape and beer. Good job. <laughs> right, right, right. Also, yeah. duct tape and beer. We're going to say your name a lot. You guys also produce uh, Dirtbag Diaries, which I'm a huge fan of. I try to listen to it as often as I can uh, in between quite a few other favorites. Uh, so, so yeah, g- like great, great job producing this film. Great story. Um, what was, I was going to say something specific. Oh yeah. We, 
we were the Dirtbag Adventure Film Review, and we chose that because we're fans of your show, and we're dirtbags. Yeah. At heart, we're <laughs> dirtbags. I think we all are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, jumping back to that, um, you were just astounded. Like, when we were both baffled. Oh. We are just like, where... Why? Because when you read the description for this film, it talks about the controversial skier Caroline Gleick. Right. And it's just like, well, what's controversial about her? She's shredding. Yeah. And like completed this amazing goal. So the shooting gallery has only ever been skied like the whole way through. So all 90 lines by four people. And she was the first woman to accomplish this. Yeah. It's crazy. So five, like, no, four people in the world have done it. Yeah, and like, oh man, I, I, and, and from my perspective, uh, I'm not a big mountaineer, like, well not, no, I'm not a mountaineer. <laughs> I like hiking. <laughs> when it's warm out. Um, anyways, so I didn't know who Carolyn was, and, and, uh, and so, so my, like, it blew me away. I didn't know who she was, I didn't know that she had these issues, I didn't know that she had the following she did on Instagram, or does, uh, and, and so, like, I was, I was gripped from the beginning, and I, and it really drew me in. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, what, what else are we going to talk about? What else should we dive into? I kind of just, like, I really do not want to make this uh, podcast dwell on the, the social media controversy and the hate she's been getting on there because, obviously, her accomplishments uh, are well above that. Yeah. But I always kind of wanted to mention the funny thing. So a huge chunk of this film was about her overcoming this uh, social media hate and working through the cyberbullying. <laughs> and I like that that's led to a film being created about it. So to all you trolls out there that yeah, <laughs> this is, this is kind a... of against her. Well done, guys. You've launched her career. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, this is a beautiful homage to assholes. Um, yeah, that was good. Also, it, it does bring up the conversation, I'd say, a bit about uh, athletes, like these adventure fringe sport athletes. And and I, I'm of the mindset that like if if I was to pursue a professional career in kayaking and one of the revenue streams I can create was through my Instagram feed or my YouTube channel, I would do it in a second. As long as I'm holding true to my values, I would do it. Like, if I can get paid for posting pictures and, and going after my dreams and, and like going after hard challenges, that's like, like, so, so if the controversy is that maybe you would consider her, like not even I don't, you can't even say sellout because well that because this, she's crushing it yeah there's this weird um it's this weird idea and it seems to be both in the outdoor adventure world and in the arts world and the film world that as soon as you start making money off of off of your art and off of your ideas you're a sellout and that idea right. seems to be just clean across the board you see like people you know like Casey Neistat have talked about it a lot of adventure athletes have talked about it right. they, as soon as they start becoming big. They get called sellouts by the rest of the community. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But one, I don't, I don't know if the criticism, but like one counter, because I made this point to my lovely girlfriend and she said that one of the reasons are like more specifically, you can say not selling out, but if you're an athlete or you're someone who's got like a, uh, what is it? A scope or you can like any, uh, a lot of influence. Yeah. Influence. Yeah. 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 Uh, sphere of influence. And it's large. If you start pushing a product or a company that doesn't totally align with your values and you, which though in research, Carolyn supports businesses and organizations that make a difference on this planet in a very powerful way Absolutely. with a loud voice. So that's clearly not this case. But anyways, uh, Holly's point was, or my girlfriend's point was that, uh, you know, like if, if 
if you followed an athlete and then all of a sudden they're like, you know, it's, it's like if Alex Honnold was like, hey, by the way, shop at Walmart because they've got the best like selection and everything. You'd probably start questioning uh, his decision to do that. Yep. Right? But That's this, totally true. But, but at the same time, there's this part of me that's like, man, you've been a dirtbag for a long time. You know, ramen noodle gets old as many <laughs> Insta DIY hacks you want to put in it. But, but, but yeah, this is, but th- that doesn't seem to be the case again in our research to find why she's controversial. No, not at all. And just touching on that again. And that's something we talked a lot about at Banff was just, you have to gauge like how much you're willing to sell your soul to make your project or your dream like a reality. Right, reality when being... people when people are making films and stuff and they want to make this gorgeous film about this like really big cultural issue but um you know i won't do a real brand but exports most extreme sports bars like right. sports like granola bars is going to give you the money you need to do this and they want their product yeah. in your video so you have to decide is like is it worth putting that product in your in your video and getting the money for it but that could potentially ruin the ruin the entire film for you Right or for, yeah. or for your viewers or yeah, your audience base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a, a big issue. But I, I I don't think I don't think it's there. And then the other, I jumped on the forums on like some subreddits and some other forums, and and I think like a uh, an, a criticism I heard was that she was a a, a Carolyn uh, was an above average skier, but because she was pretty or is pretty, uh, that that puts her on the map. Right. But, but like that—that's a terrible argument. Yeah, that's and a terrible argument because, because, like, like we are attracted to attractive people. There's like science that says when a teacher is good-looking, male or female, the students learn better or they like they focus more. Like that's that's like there's some understand. It's it's part of our genetics, I I believe I think. But but my 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 point is is that she's maybe she was an above average skier at one point but clearly not anymore she is head and shoulders a fantastic skier yeah it's exceptional and that's i remember the first time i watched the film watching her ski and hearing her talk about this controversy and meanwhile she's you know shredding these 60 degree slopes and hucking cliffs and i'm seeing them like what i don't get it yeah yeah what 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 isn't valid in what her actions and 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 then and then i scoped her uh instagram i lurked her instagram and there was nothing of the sort that was uh, improper or immoral. And I'm viewing this through like a pretty... I was raised Mormon, so I can, <laughs> you know, you know, I feel bad about sins and morality all the time. But anyways, eh, that's my stuff. But, but like her, her, it was, what, what did I use the words to describe it? It was conservatively flirty or flirty... Con- yeah, or just... It, it, it was respectful. It was just tasteful. Very tasteful. Super and then, tasteful. And every other photo is her hanging off the side of an ice cliff with oh skis in her back. And it's just, how does she not belong in the mountains? Explain yeah. that one to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if she's going to crush it, yeah, yeah. Like, why not put her on the cover of a magazine? Why not do an article about her? Yeah. Like, she's... And, 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 then, and then her story. Like, let's get specific about her story. Is there anything else before we jump in? Is there anything else you wanted to talk no, about? No, I just... Carolyn... We don't get the whole controversy thing. You're crushing it. I find you extremely inspirational to me personally. Yeah. Um, I watched it, and every time I watch the video, and especially when you start talking about how you had to, what you had to do to learn to be a ski mountaineer by, like, you know, learning about snow and upping your fitness, it just makes me grab my avalanche books. It makes me really want to get outside and run and get my fitness level up to where I need to be. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I find you truly 
motivational and really inspirational. So, Caroline, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, fully agree. And and I think uh, uh, another part about this mountaineering, mount, what is it, ski mountaineering? Yeah. Okay. Ski mountaineering, clearly I know a lot about it, um, is that I, I learned that, like, it, it put in really quickly in, like, in a minute, it, it allowed me to understand the depth. Like, I, I understood how... Uh, dangerous mountaineering was it was actually like alpine mountain climbing there was a long like there was a period in my life where I was like that's what I'm gonna be mm-hmm. and there got to like there was a time when I was like I can't really like I'm interested in a lot of things and want to do a lot of stuff I can't just dedicate it to just that like I came to that realization yeah. and also being like I feel like mountaineers eat a lot of shit mm. like you know what I mean like like uh I imagine that what we see and the content that is produced that hits like comes across our our screens like you and I and and I think we're kind of deeper in that world in those films than than most people than the average person I believe maybe maybe not anyways they uh, like the, even in those videos you you know like I know now as like an outdoor uh, athlete or a weekend warrior and a one time guide that there are days there are more shitty days and like you get skunked more often than not and then, and it's gonna suck. And so to add, add mountaineering to then like big line skiing also is just like, man, that blows my mind. And how, and now she, she trains like everything she does in her free time seems to be about making her a better mountain, like mountaineer ski, ski. person, mountain person. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You, you get an honorary beard, Carolyn. You know, you know, like the mountain beard man. That's at least in my image. I've always seen mountain <laughs> men with big beards. So we're giving you the, and Danny and I have beards, so that helps. <laughs> Anyways, if compared to Caroline, I don't think I deserve my beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Touche. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and dive into story. So what did yeah. you? What yeah? What did you want to say? Story. Man, I had a lot to say about story. Um, well, starting out with the harassment, right? Hooked me. Yeah. Um, also, again, like Danny said, I'm just flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. I yeah. don't get it. The, the criticisms, I think, are invalid. Mm. Um, yeah, anyways, so so that, that hooked me uh, in the first 30 seconds. Uh, and I guess that should go also to duct tape and then beer. Because they saw a story, they saw an opportunity to to to, to dive a little yeah, bit deeper was, on the story, and and it, it obviously the whole shooting gallery accomplishment tied in really well. It was a pretty yeah, it was a pretty substantial crew, um, on board for this film, uh, at least for outdoor films anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, duct tape them beer did a fantastic job with this. Yeah. So I'm just trying to find everyone's here. You keep go talk about story. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then in this. And then uh so then talking about like in the film they talk about Carolyn's like story, her 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 personal story and struggle. You know, she she grew up in Minnesota, not a lot of mountains and she just wanted, you know, and her family supported her um and or like created that that love and passion for the mountains. And then one of her biggest influences, her half brother, mm-hmm. passed away. Yeah, like in an avalanche accident. And yeah. we've lost friends in avalanche accidents, and I can't imagine, yeah. can't imagine losing someone close. No, and I think um, I remember. I remember when I was eighteen, and I just started getting into um, 
whitewater raft guiding and just got into kayaking and someone told me that the longer I do these activities outside then the bigger the list of people you're close to um, you will lose and I kind of didn't really know what to think of it at the time and didn't really give it too many thoughts but um, luckily I haven't lost anyone in my very close circle but like Richard said we've lost a few friends to avalanches or whatnot and it's um, yeah it's awful it can be like devastating yeah it can make you really question what like your risks that you're taking and why you're taking them which which can strengthen them of course yeah and it's it's just amazing from like with Caroline it was her mentor yeah in the outdoors like not and not just her mentor but a family member yeah yeah so. yeah they, yeah and, and, and I, I I say power to you for like just dedicating more time mm-hmm. you know and then I, I imagine that you would have been pretty self-reflective or Carolyn would have been self-reflective and been like, okay, like how, how do I, you know, how do I make sure that, 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 that like everything in her power, you know, that yeah. she takes everything in her, in, in her own hands in a sense and directs it so that she, she reduces the risk and the chance of that happening. That must be, I think a big motivator. What was that quote um, that you pointed out? Uh, when we've watched the film the first time, we're just like, wow, how can you be that self-aware? What oh, was... yeah. So she's highly motivated, and it, and it was... Yeah, um, it was about having the checklist and how dangerous it is to have yeah. a checklist like that. That Yeah. It is I incredible. have a checklist like that for Rivers, and the moment she said that, I was like, damn, that is really dangerous. Why didn't I see it and understand that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think when we were... I was reading an uh, interview with her and uh, REI um, after the film came out, and she talks how... She got into backcountry skiing kind of the reverse way that most people do. Like most people enter enter the backcountry skiing very naive, which is so true. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. You'll have um, like a, the usual progression around here is people will be interested and they'll rent gear and they'll go out to like Crowfoot Glades, which is Calgary. And, you know, it's actually out by Lake Louise, but it's kind of the very chill, like super low exposure. It's right. pretty be- like nothing can really happen there. Right. And then from there, they get interested and they start to learn from that. But uh, Caroline was saying how she, um, yes, just like studied so much into um, snow, how snowpack work. And right. she obviously, having lost her brother, like already understood the dangers. Yep. Of, yeah. Um, like, so she approached yep. it from a very conscious and reflective way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would imagine she's got great uh, influencers and mentors, which is, which is great. Also, okay. This is just, this jumps because it makes me touch on the idea that, she like she has a support system, right? Yeah. And she and so Danny and I were talking about maybe a criticism is that she's like I think one of the things the guy said is a silver spooned, right? Yeah. And and and, and it's like yeah, you, you like I come from a middle class family. I think you probably come from a middle class family. Yeah. And like what uh, if you're skiing? Yeah, you're gonna have money. Like it's it's that's that's, that's, how, a, that's how it works. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. That's like you're either at a resort or you're a park rat or you're a ski racer and all those things cost a decent amount of money as you're younger. And that shouldn't be a criticism because yeah. she's out there crushing it now on her own will. Exactly. Yeah. Like you if know? you look at a huge amount of the professional skiers out there today that are the best, they came from very wealthy families yeah. who were able just to let them go skiing all the time. And yeah. that's how you become a good skier. That's how you become that's... a good race car driver. Yeah, exactly. Like that's... it's, it, it's yeah. the, you know and, and 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 there's definitely those like those people that work very hard and like come from nothing and still get there and all the power to them but right. that's just just seems to be the way <laughs> yeah it yeah. seems to be the reality it doesn't mean that i fully agree with it but it doesn't no. mean that that i need to that we like 
a group of people need to focus on one individual. And it doesn't like, take away from how hard they've worked no. to get there. No. It's or, not, it still was hard work. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. individual struggles. Man, um, more on the story. Uh, yeah, everything that, like, the, the one, two, where they touch on her, like, using, like, every, like, it seems like her spare time is about getting better at mm-hmm. the at these mountain mountain skiing mountaineer skiing why the hell can't i figure out the damn name <laughs> it's okay you want me to write it down for you maybe maybe yeah but um, yeah for me it's just a story of uh, an incredible amount of resili- resiliency from the cyberbullying to um, her brother to her skiing partner and just being able to get up and keep smashing your head against the wall and keep moving forward it's uh, yeah. yeah it's incredible yeah or like they had liz daly passing away mm-hmm. you know it, it also for me this this uh uh this film reopened a bit of passion for the mountains in a sense of like i've been recently moving more to like creaking and boating and raft uh not rafting but and surfing yeah like kind of like that's because uh I would say it has to do with the fact that I work outside in Calgary. Yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, it was like colder than the North and South Pole. <laughs> yeah. And build houses. So that that yeah. sucks. Anyways. So, so yeah, it reopened to kind of like, like, oh yeah, there's this whole world. And now, and, and maybe when I started like getting into climbing and snowboarding, I never knew that you could really combine the two. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm old as dirt, but was that always like a big... You, you should start. What was that? Yeah. This this combining of like high alpine climbing and mountaineering and putting it down and then be like getting to that place and running those lines. Well, Has so that been that, around a long that time? That was Jeremy Jones that did that, right? Oh, so, yeah. And that's like with his films, um, further, deeper, further, and higher, which we'll definitely have to review. At, so I don't even know if we need to review them. They're amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. But so that was him, and so he was at you know the height of his career. He was getting all the heli time he wanted in the world. He was right. sponsored by like the biggest brands and. Consciously, and it kind of ties in with what we were talking about earlier, selling your soul to get where you want. Right. Like with his ideals, it just didn't fit in. Yeah. So he up and said, I'm I'm done. I'm going to do only foot access um, uh, touring from now on. And everyone's oh. like, well, your career's over. Like, that's it. Right. And so he started going and working on, uh, on Deeper. And, you know, people... He, his old snowboard buddies would just be like, oh, yeah, how's the hippie film going, man? And he very quickly realized that only using a helicopter, he'd been limiting himself. Because right. helicopters have a very short range. So he right. was getting flown in to land on glaciers in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. Right. And they would stay there for like two months. Right, right, right. And yeah, he yeah, lived yeah. there. And so he would, and it was the very first line he said he skied while filming deeper that he realized it was one of the biggest and gnarliest lines he'd ever run. And he realized what they had caught on to. Right. Yeah. It's oh, just man. insane. So, so then they've taken those kind of like, so like, Decent skiers or really great skiers or professional skiers, I should mm-hmm. say, like Carolyn, are now taking that same like self-powered approach to areas that, like, it's become a standard now for areas of like, say, the shooting gallery. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. so like backcountry, like backcountry skiing, obviously has been around. Yes. was was the original skiing. Yeah, <laughs> like, for resorts. Yeah, yeah resorts <laughs> are trendy. No, yeah, yeah. So it's um. Okay, but yeah, for in terms of like this, you know, snowboarding access and stuff, yeah, yeah. Like snowboarding and uh, and alpinism have been. I think it was pretty much Jeremy Jones. It might, I'm sure there's a few people out there that think they're the ones that invented it. So feel free to well, call us out on it. But... I was gonna say Craig Kelly, Craig Kelly, right? And that was like early '90s. He was the first Canadian, maybe in North America, I think, who was a ACMG. Oh, okay, mountain guide, but he did it with a board. Oh, sweet, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Passed away sadly in an avalanche. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Anyways. so anyway, so yeah, it's yeah, there's a huge there's a huge movement towards the backcountry right now, yeah. which is both awesome and scary, just as long as everyone gets their education. Yeah. 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 Um so So I gave it for story. Uh I'm giving it a uh I'm gonna go eight out of ten. And uh yeah, I'm just I'm just in the mood to eight out of ten. Perfect. It's it's still really great. I love all the elements. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm I'm a little bit lower uh than a ten out of ten. Um and that was because Oh, I had a good reason. Forget it. It's just out of 10. It's, it's fine. <laughs> well, historic moment. I gave it a 9 out of 10. So it's Whoa! the first time that I've scored higher on something than Richard has. So Whoa! There we go. Um, yeah. I Like like I said, it's just such an incredible story of resilience. And uh, it's. Uh, I didn't say this before, but it very quickly became my favorite ski film. Whoa. After watching it. Yeah. And Even I was, more than Maru? Well, Maru's not a ski film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. no, but yeah, for yeah, very quickly became my favorite ski film. I loved it and yeah. was really inspired by it. Um, we might as well talk about characters, I guess. It kind of ties yeah. in with... Yeah, uh, yeah, So yeah, so obviously we've talked at length about Caroline. She is amazing. Yeah. Um, I, re- I really related to her half-brother. Oh, yeah? In such a... Yeah, and just having like... as Not, not like in terms of family members like that. Like my dad obviously got me out in loving um and loving canoeing and he took me white water canoeing when i was a kid but just having that mentor figure right and that closeness you get with someone that teaches you or takes you into the backcountry right and so i really identified with him and uh this goes along with tears as well like was really heartbroken yeah like when uh when he was killed in the avalanche man i was yeah like i like i've watched it like more than a couple times and i'm always like i i I know her father Gerald is going to be on the screen and I know that Martin's going to be on the screen and I know they're going to talk and like it just brings it up like I'm like fighting back tears for some reason because I yeah. think I need to but yeah those and, and I, I agree uh, with you about Martin about like now that you said it I'm like yeah that does like remind me of like so many people that have taken me and taking the time that's always a big thing and not assume that you should know they're just like they're patient yeah and they're inclusive like that's yeah yeah, yeah, shout out to the mentors. They're the... Yeah, you guys are the real heroes. The <laughs> real MVPs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so for characters, and then here's another historic moment. I gave it a 10 out of 10 for characters. So that's my first 10 out of 10 on the podcast. But yeah. That's, I couldn't think of a more... <laughs> no, you're right. Couldn't you're think right. of a more worthy uh, uh, film to give that to. Also, I think uh, I've learned in like... I think the last film we did was Shift... Right, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of characters in that one. Yeah, and this one they focused on like it was about Caroline. Totally, it was perfect. And those that were brought in, they added to the story in which a way they like Caroline just talking probably couldn't have. Yeah, right, and they added that depth and so exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm I also gave it a ten out of ten. Yeah, high five! Woo! Boom! Yeah. High five to you, Caroline, <laughs> and duct tape then beer. Um, yeah, and everyone yeah. that helped her with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Move. I guess talk about the adventure a little oh. bit now. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So obviously there was a lot of adventure to this, from just her dealing with the cyberbullying to the actual physical, like you know, classic sense of adventure. Yeah. Of being, she was the first, like the first woman to sh- uh, ski all the lines in the shooting gallery. Yep. And like the f- you know the fourth person to do it. More people have been to the moon. <laughs> 
Yeah? Yeah, more yeah. people have been in outer space than have actually achieved... Uh, yeah, more uh, people have stood on the moon than yeah. have done the shooting gallery. <laughs> Holy so, shit. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Put that in perspective. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And and then and then the, like, you're saying that's a classic. This, what, this endeavor took 10 years? Yeah, over 10 years. Over a decade. Like, she talks about... Like, when she officially started, it was just over a decade. But she talks even in one of her interviews that a few of the lines in the shooting gallery are actually, like, inbounds at some of the ski resorts in uh-huh. Utah. And so she probably skied a few of them just accidentally. <laughs> right. So okay. It's okay. kind of like, it's basically a lifelong, um, or yeah. th- thus far in her life, it's been a lifelong project. Yeah. Yeah. And if we did our math right, we thought she was... We don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not, not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> I've found in the past that trying to guess a woman's age is never a good yeah. idea. So, but we can assume, like, it's a good, like you said, a good portion of her life has been yeah. this goal. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. That's an adventure in itself. It is, absolutely. Man, I can't even, I can't even stick to waking up before five every morning <laughs> for a week straight and she's off. Like, oh my God, that's so cool. Um, I love that scene where she talks about. My like fourth sunrise on top of a mountain this week. <laughs> it's yeah, so cool. Yeah, 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 and like, you know, being at the top of a mountain, getting there isn't easy. Like, obviously, with her style. But it's like it's like one of those moments where you want to be like, oh, what a tough life. But then you're like, wait a minute, no, that is really tough. Yeah, like that's <laughs> exactly physically and mentally so exerting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then the adventure. I don't know if you want to call it an adventure, um, but the adventure of of like of dealing with loss in your life. Just getting through that tragedy. Yeah. 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 That's, you know, I, I don't want to use the word adventure because I would like, I don't want that to diminish the importance it was or fluff it up in any way. Um, but at times I do think that like defining moments in our lives are the ones that like have challenged us the most. And you can clearly see that in this film. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, and then there's this one specific and I like, I put it under adventure because I'm not sure where else it would have gone, mm-hmm. but it was the fear that she, like, the fear and the moment she faced of skiing the shoot that her brother passed away on. Yeah. That's, and, and I'm only putting it adventure again. I don't want to, like, take away from any of, of, of that mm-hmm. experience, but that, that would be insanely difficult. And, uh, and, and how would you even begin to... Man, I have no idea. To, yeah, process something like that. Yeah, like I lost a friend when I was in high school uh, on a road. Like he was driving and it was in a car accident. And there was like a good year where like we couldn't drive by and not all of us choke up and be quiet. Yeah. You know, and like that's, that's and I still know the exact same spot. And and, and so, so I, uh, man, like power, power to you, Caroline, for, for like just making that happen. And, 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 and I'm just curious about what, you, what she would have experienced Oh man, like skiing, skiing that like what her feelings at the end. And I'm sure it was a mixed bag. Yeah, yeah. No, that that would be. If you want to reach out, Kevin, if you listen to us, if you that'd be great. But if you want to reach out and yeah. if you don't want to talk about these super personal things with two random bearded strangers, we totally understand. Oh, we're <laughs> so upset, really hurt. Um, no, and then and then that uh, is, does that tie in? Yeah, that should tie in. So I had this question. Like Danny and I watched it, and I like. Did we did the research, and I'm sure we could have done a little bit more to really nail the, the timeline down. But I I have this question um, that I was just in, like milling about oh, in my yeah. mind. So so she she has this what I would say is like a 
physical uh, and I, a physical manifestation of self-doubt in this troll and this this persons or peoples who go out of their way to attack her to call her house on Thanksgiving dinner and leave a hate message for her yeah like verbal abuse and yeah. and and so she has this that she's been dealing with and she says that she was dealing with it quietly so she would delete the posts block she, them yeah, yeah block them just almost try to manage it without allowing it to affect her her personally and her social media i would say and and uh and and so, so she has to deal with this and then at the same time, she's like coming to this completion of her um, of the shooting gallery, mm-hmm. and then in the shooting gallery, one of these is is the is the shoot that her brother passed away on. Now, I was wondering, um, and uh, maybe I should just do the research, but the timeline, like, did she face? Did she did she call out the bully, the cyber bully, or the stalker? Well, let's let's just diminish it. It's a stalker. Did she call out the stalker on Instagram? Before she faced, before she faced the fear and skiing that shoot, or like which one came first? And I was wondering, like I would imagine for me that if I accomplished something like you know skiing the shoot that my half brother died on, some asshole who has been spending his time and energy stalking me, I, I feel like I would have the strength to like be like, all right, fuck this and to fuck confront, you. To you confront know, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to take this head on like I just did with some of my fear. Or did she, you know, ask for help from her community and face that cyber bully? And then that was a, like, like, cause she says in the film, it took 15 years for her to get there. And 15 of those eight years or eight of those 15 years. Sorry. Yeah. Math. <laughs> Eight of those fifteen years, she had to deal with this bully, and I and I'm wondering, like, do those correlate? Yeah. Are they really close? Uh, you know, and 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 I'm sure I could do a little bit more research, but the the information seems a little bit vague on it, and but that's not a criticism. That's just probably me not paying attention. But anyways, yeah. yeah. No, it's no, it's not because yeah, it's exactly no. It's kind of I think it's a really cool connection you made there. Like maybe skiing these last bigger lines and coming coming close to the end of this huge task she's undertaken gave like gave her the strength to confront right. that uh, to confront that other aspect of yeah. her of her life or or did it go flip the other way yeah exactly or it could have been yeah i yeah. think i think you're right that they feed off of each other but yeah who knows which right yeah 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 it'd be interesting to to find out and maybe we just have to do a little bit more research yeah on our part but yeah um what about you what did you have for uh adv- are we still on adventure i think we were just finishing up adventure yeah yeah. So um, I gave yeah I gave it a nine out of ten on adventure. Yeah. yeah I I went absolutely. I went ten out of ten. You went oh, ten out of ten. Yeah. I have a question. I'm not a mountaineer, not a big mountain skier. I'm yeah. a park rat, by the way. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, that was to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, Forty degrees slopes. Then when they when they're describing the shooting gallery. Yeah. And he says a large portion of these are have like are steeper than forty. Not he, but the show, the film. Yeah. States that they're, you know, majority of them are more than forty degrees. What is the relevance and importance of a forty degree oh, slope? Oh man, it's well, that's getting that's getting really steep, right? Like you think about. So in some of these, it says sixty degrees. So sixty degrees means you could be standing on the slope and you could probably still touch your head to the the side of the slope like what standing up and probably still touch your head to the side of it right you're basically standing against the wall and so 40 yeah like 40 degrees is where things start getting incredibly steep right and so and the importance of them being steep is that 
is it easier for snow to slide or is it just no so actually as you get into the really the really steep slopes it's um you get slough but you don't get avalanches because the snow cannot cling and form the layers because it's so steep it just kind of sloughs off anyway so you get wicked slough but you still need a very special snow condition to ski stuff like that Right. It also just becomes way harder, and especially most of these lines in the shooting gallery are extremely exposed. So if you fall, you're going to not only slide down a snow slope, but you're probably going to fall off a cliff at the end of that snow slope. Jesus. So that's why it's, you know, you see it on her GoPro. It looks steep on her GoPro, and GoPros make everything look less steep. So if it looks steep on a GoPro, it's insanely steep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so cool. So that's, that's kind of the relevance of that. Like, it is very challenging skiing. Cool. Very, very challenging. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I, I just... I, you know, so I, I just was wondering when I yeah, saw that. To, I was to, give like, it, to give it perspective to you, like the very steepest slope at COP that you guys would need the wind when you used to work there and you would drive the cat and stuff. That's yep. probably like 35 degrees, maybe. Whoa. Yeah. So, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I used to drive Snowcat at a local ski hill here in Calgary. Um, anyways, yeah, Danny came and had, had a sat with me one night and, and we had some fun and. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So thank you for putting that into context. Oh, yeah. Also, thank you for explaining that whole forty and sixty degrees. Totally. That yeah. that that puts, like that again. How insane that she accomplished this. Yeah. You know, like there's, that an, there's another great film that deals with the ski tick list that uh, is just mind blowing. Is about a French skier. I cannot is it remember the Nar name. game. No, it's not the Nar game. Okay. <laughs> um, we should definitely review. <laughs> But no, is this uh, is this film called La Liste? Okay. So it's La and then L I S T E, and it's this steep skier in France, and the guy is just an alien. Like oh, he is, is that the like a is that the one where he's like a he's a oh, what's it called? He like fixes people's. He's a ski tech at a shop, no. and then he goes off into the Alps and does like. No, he's this guy's a okay. full Red Bull sponsored ride. Like you know he's. I'd be surprised if he ever had to work a day in his life, but he is actually, I shouldn't say that he very, very well could, but here I'll show you like the teaser here really quickly. Like this slope. So he skis the steepest of the steep slopes, like the, all the 60 plus degree slopes and shreds them in three or four turns. Oh my God. Like it's, it's un, it's unbelievable. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should post that to our Facebook group. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll post the trailer for it to the Facebook group. It's uh it's worth looking at. It's right. insane. <laughs> so, so Carolyn is skiing at that guy's level. At this, like, yeah, totally. Now he's like, you know, he's I don't know, how do you put it in perspective? The very, the very best of the best of steep mountain skiers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it'd yeah. be he's the I don't know, maybe the Russ Sturgis, Ben Mar, Evan Garcia of right. the like in the kayaking world. That's him in the ski world. He's the Kelly Slater. Sure. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, there, there's yeah. a common reference. Yeah. So there's a little more mainstream. Even that's what's a mainstream reference we can put it at? He's the Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> of the Instagram <laughs> world. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, watch us struggle for our references. Here. Oh man, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so Caroline is skiing these Wow. Incredibly steep and scary slopes, and the shooting gallery is not really a. And skiing with style, and yeah, and she's shredding. We said that earlier, like watching her shred these these crazy slopes. It's amazing. I think I think this whole podcast is you and me fangirling. On oh, Caroline. totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Okay, so we got we were just on adventure. No, so we just did adventure. Yep. Uh, we might as well talk about how stoked we are because we're pretty stoked. Yeah, <laughs> like, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we've, this whole thing has been about how stoked we are. I don't think we need to add to it. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? Uh, I just want to say that, like, I'm, I'm ten out of ten on the stoke. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, the kind of stoke that I carry through to, like, the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I can watch this. I could probably watch this film in the morning and be like, man, I'm not super stoked about going to work, but, like, but if I go and, like, pay attention and figure out what's all involved, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, it just, yeah. Yeah. It, it can shift your attitude into, a, like, a, a stoked, stoked level. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right, let's talk about something I didn't like as much about this film. Right, yep. Let's bring us, let's bring us down a bit. Yeah. We'll, then we can end on a positive note. Um, I did not enjoy the score Yeah. this film. Yeah. Um, and you know what? And, and so I want to say that, I and I'll say why I didn't enjoy the score. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think the music was overly special in any kind of way. Right. Um, there's one point where she's skiing kind of one of the first gnarlier, um, gnarlier cliffs. Lightning shoot? I think so, yeah. The way yeah. like uh, the guy who wrote the book is saying, it's like, oh yeah, this one should be avoided altogether. Right. Um, so there she's skiing, and then what does the really wide out shot, this like really loud and intrusive wind sound, like this added, like this added wind sound. I totally right. understand that you have to add sound afterwards because you can't always capture. I know the effect they were going for, but it was just too loud and it really ripped me out of the moment right. of her skiing down that slope. So there's a few things like that that just wasn't as big a fan of with the score. Yeah. But that being said, I do understand. So all this music was... Um, hold on, hold on. I'm going to... Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm also... I was right there with you. And, uh, and even on the first time, and maybe my brain is changing to to now being a little more analytical in these films. Um, no, nah, I think I've always been there. Anyways, the, yeah, same thing. There was moments where the intensity could have been more poignant by just the sound of Carolyn and that GoPro shot looking down the slope and, and like fighting and maybe a little bit of what she's saying to herself. Yeah. That really like, you know, cl- climbing films do that. They always nail it. They go quiet. Exactly, and you can hear the breathing, and you yeah. can hear the skis. Like it's, and that was kind yeah. of it. And I was wondering if in some of those parts, like yeah, going, you know, silence is powerful. Going quiet and just, um, yeah, going quiet and just hearing hearing her breathing, and maybe if you can add anything, maybe add a heartbeat. Oh yeah, into wow. it or something, just to give that and like very light, just to get that subconscious kind of yeah idea of what she's going through. Yeah. Um, and now so to but to defend them then a little bit with sound so I was looking through and I saw they sourced all their music from I think it's called Cloud Nine so it's just kind of one of those um, you know like B those B rated uh, music sourcing I use them all the time for my videos because I, right. I can't afford to buy real music right yeah 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 <laughs> um, and that's it when you get a budget for a film you want to use as much of that budget to make the film as good as possible to right. get as much coverage and stuff but music is really expensive like, right music is so expensive like even like so you, from, their hands are kind of tied. Your hands, yeah, your hands yeah. are tied. Like it's you need something to guide it, and I think they probably spent a lot of time shifting through um, Cloud Nine music, right, to find really good, yeah, to find really good tracks, and the tracks did fit well with what they were doing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's just that's just kind of the story. And like we're talking about again, selling out. Like how much do you? So should they have? Should also, they have picked up another sponsor? Like should they have gotten another sponsor to do it and then show their brand? Or yeah, yeah. Also. Um, you know, duct tape and beer could be involved in Cloud Nine, 
and Cloud9 could have been, I don't know, I'm just asking. Right. Uh, it could be a lot of artists that are trying to get paid for their music. Oh, and that's, well, that's exactly it. And that's, okay. it's, like, it's yeah. in the same way that um, Slipstream supports uh, filmmakers or YouTube and allows people to get paid for making right. videos. That's what these sites, it just basically brings these people's music to the masses and gets it out there so people can hear it. Yeah. And while still making a bit of money off of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, and then another thing I was going to ask about uh, you specifically, Danny, is that, so I imagine like, I don't, duct tape and beer, uh, mm-hmm. you know, again, we're, we're reviewing adventure film uh, and, and they're not, they're not the kind of films like they clearly couldn't charge or they haven't charged for this, right? Like, like for me and you to watch it, it was free on YouTube. Yeah, I don't even think there's there's not even any advertisements in front of this. Now this was oh yeah. That's so okay, really... so you know what? This was presented by REI, not Duct Tape Them Beer. Oh, so Duct Tape Them Beer made it, so they would have been paid by REI. Okay. to make this, and then REI's just put it up. Um, oh, so they're so REI is like the the big producers or the client, I guess. Right. It's a, it's a really long REI commercial. <laughs> is basically Except it didn't way. feel like it, which no, is exactly, great. Exactly, that's it. So yeah. yeah, so duct tape and beer would have just been contracted by. Oh, okay, but right. I'm sure that duct tape and beer and Caroline Gleich probably worked together in pre-production to come up with the idea. Hey, quick question: and Is the, it Caroline Gleich or Caroline Gleich? When she answered her phone at the start, she <gasps> says Caroline Gleich. So, Nailed it. Yeah. So oh. I think, <laughs> yeah. So okay, cool. I'm cool. gonna go with that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, you were saying Cloud9 and Duct Tape and Beer working together. To... Or, no, no, Carolyn Gleick and Duct Tape and Beer probably came up with the idea. Yeah. And then pitched it to REI, and REI obviously saw that it was great. And it was like, yeah, right. here's yeah. our money. Take yeah. our money. So so then, I would, this is what I was wondering, and I've heard that if you are an organization or, and man, I don't even know if Duct Tape and Beer is a non-for-profit. I... No, um, they would be, actually, they say something about that on their website, but... Um, if, if I'm wrong, guys, uh, forgive me, but they would be a for-profit company, but they talk about how they are like, they definitely do take, you know, pay hits to only s- support industries and films or commercial right. stuff that they believe in. Right. Okay. So yeah, they're yeah. kind of, um, it's like Patagonia, right? They're not a not-for-profit company, but they're triple bottom line. Yes. Yeah. And actually, yeah. um, Patagonia and, uh, the Dirtbag Diaries, oh. Dirtbag Diaries, obviously, as we said before, is a production of Duct Tape and Beer. Um, Patagonia and Dirtbag Diaries have been like, you know, coerced ten, for like 10 years or something. 10 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's been their main sponsor. So good. So, yeah. um, so what I was going to say is that they might be, even as a, as a small business or uh, a for-profit business, they might be doing mm. grants, right? And so one thing that, I was, uh, that I've learned is that if you, and maybe it's different in the States, but I know that if you don't spend all the grant money, it may, like, I think you're not eligible for that same amount next time. So, well, but it when you apply for a grant, um, like, it depends on which grant, but you, when you present your budget to someone, like, you're obviously allowed to put in um, your time. Oh, yeah. On it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyways, just, yeah. Yeah, but no, definitely. Yeah. But we had the same criticism about uh, score and sound. And, and uh, yeah, it didn't, I don't want to say it didn't take away, just I felt I felt there was too much of it. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of I think that's kind of where I was too. Is it didn't didn't really take away, but it's it's obviously we're talking about it, something we noticed. Yeah, yeah, and so and like I said, that wind thing definitely ripped me out of that moment. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so that's me being nitpicky. Like I spend 
a lot of my time watching these films, trying to find the mistakes, and and, and, with, yeah. and with friends' work too, and that's something we exercise we did in Banff is we were like trained to look at these films and just find every single thing that was wrong with them. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that must so, have felt great. Yeah, it's and yeah, so not and but like I said, I understand. And for the short films I've done, which are nowhere near as good as anything that um, duct tape and beer has done. Yeah, it, you could easily rip it apart for way more of the same yeah. stuff. Like yeah. I was thinking about one is submitted into the Aquabatics Folk Festival this year, and the music was god awful. But it kind of right. like, but I needed something to help drive the emotion just yeah. a little bit. So yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go to length. Oh wait, well, did we we didn't give our actual oh! scores on that? Boo! Yeah, right. We got to go. So uh, so score scores on score, scores yeah. on score. Yeah. So I actually gave it a, a six out of ten. I went with, uh, I was feeling 6 out of 10, but... Is he going up or down, folks? Yeah, I'm going to stay with you on this one, 6 out of 10. I wrote 6, and then I like wrote 8, and, and I'm like, well, I don't have a reason <laughs> to bring it back up. But I, well, I think I just like it, and I like duct tape and beer, and I don't want to piss yeah, them off. No, yeah, no. <laughs> They're yeah, a like, bit of a powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, re- like, that being said, we really love the film. Yeah. And I feel that the music was probably done the best and with uh, with what you had Maybe to Maybe the with. time as well. Yeah, exactly. It, well, the turnaround time on this was insane. Really? This thing came out in... Hang on, I can actually see... Oh, oh, when oh, this thing oh, was released oh. this thing was released on October 2nd 2017 and she didn't finish this project until um, until this spring like it says that she it's like March? yeah so she says like probably March yeah because it says that she did the last runs in the 2016-2017 season so that means they would have wrapped up production this past spring Whoa. of 2017 and then released in October of 2017 how much footage do you think they went through? Oh, tons. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like they, well, year, they had years worth to go through. They had to go right. through all of, <laughs> they had to go through all of her old family footage to find the footage of um, Martin that worked really well with the story they were telling. Yeah. And then um, they had, you know, they had full on helicopter crews coming in and taking footage too. So obviously a duct tape, them, duct tape them beer is a, like a really big company and this is what they do for a living and they're very good at it. And that's definitely shown with how quickly they, yeah they got this thing out. Yeah. They're running on a pretty tight timeline. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, because like we, <laughs> um, this film that uh, I worked on in Peru, um, I like we said I think originally it would probably come out in October, and it's like we don't like you know it's just Jim sitting alone in his editing bay working on it. Power two on. Yeah, power. Yeah, exactly. But it's it probably won't be out for another couple months. Right. Yeah. And that was sh- that was shot in May. And that was shot in thirty days. And that was shot over thirty days. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So you can right. See, yeah, so. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so power to these guys. They yeah. turned it around real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about, let's move to another one, the technical side, length. Yeah, I actually gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. On that, I didn't, I thought the length was perfect. I was never bored. I was always intrigued. And obviously, I wanted to know way more. I was baffled. Like, both you and, yeah. I, both you and I jumped on the computers after and were, like, trying to figure out where this controversy came from, learning more about Caroline. I want to learn a bit more about the shooting gallery. Like, it's... Yeah, so, yeah. Very intrigued yeah. by the shooting gallery. Um, also very intrigued by duct tape and beer. Yeah, absolutely. I was went down a bit of a rabbit hole with their films. And I suggest oh, yeah. that to everybody. Yeah, if you go to their website, they have all their all their films just on their website there. You can yeah. watch and Yeah, they have like the theory of humans or human movement. That was like a short like I call it like in oh, my yeah. mind like a snap like a tit like a, a, a what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Just a little tidbit. 
little... tidbit. Yeah, I call it a short snack, right? Like, yeah, an inspirational snack. Fantastic. Yeah, really well done. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, length. I I went nine out of ten as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it's not ten out of ten because I don't know if you can have a perfect length for a film. <laughs> I think you quoted someone great from. That. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. And then our last subject, I guess. Um, there's definitely some talking points we still want to go over too. But last subject, film work. Uh. Yeah. I gave it eight out of ten. It was really well filmed. Um. There's so much aerial footage. Uh, like good, like not not a bad. Like there was good. There was a lot of really cool aerial footage yeah. that showed the area really well and the shoot. Sounds like so. I was interested. I'm just like, oh, like where did that? Uh, like you know, is that all drone stuff? Or because helicopters are expensive and there was quite a lot yeah. of the aerial footage. So I think there was some drone stuff, but it was really cool. Um, I stumbled on the guys that did their aerial footage, and it's this family, the the Galland family. So there's like York Galland, Mar- uh, Margie Galland, and Matt Galland. And they're all listening to aerial footage. So I was like, what? Who is this like flying family? <laughs> like, who are these guys? So I looked them up and I can't, couldn't find a website. They may very well have one. But um, yeah, it's just this really cool uh, family that's well known for their aerial footage, especially in film. So are, are they like siblings? I'm not sure. Sh- I, I honestly, like, I'm guessing so. I couldn't find that information. So wow. if, if anyone knows about the Galland family and uh, York Galland, who seems to be... Oh, he says, oh, okay, so he says, dad, husband, pilot photographer. So maybe it's him, his wife, and their and their child oh. that, that do that have this business. But follow him on Instagram. He's, uh, it's I Fly Heli. It's, he's got some amazing photos in there. But yeah, it was kind of this really cool little Easter egg. It's like, oh, who are these guys? Right, this, yeah. This family of flyers. <laughs> <laughs> do you think yeah. they own their own helicopters? They do, yeah, they do. It's, oh, wow. It's this one right here. Oh, let's... I wish I knew about helicopters so I could tell you what it is. But it's kind of tiny and it's black. Right. It's got a it's got a propeller on top. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> um, cool. So we, That's yeah. Very so cool. I thought the film work was really well done. Um, this one's just for duct tape them beer at fourteen minutes and fifty seconds. <laughs> I saw your warp stabilizer. <laughs> And I learned what a warp stabilizer is. <laughs> maybe maybe next time he'll explain it. Um, for me, uh, yeah, I, I felt the, I felt that I don't know why, but I love those. There's there's three shots that okay, two shots that blew me away. No, no, one shot that blew me away, and then two shots that I'm like, oh, I'm a really big fan of those. Um, and it's the first one is the beginning. The so the <laughs> we just talked about sound, but. The sound worked, and the imaging worked really well. The black, like them in the dark, getting ready. The sound of the snow crunching, like, you know, like, and yeah. then the, the beat, the, the sound they had going was like anticipation, anticipation. Yeah. Laid over with some asshole being a dick. <laughs> some asshole having serious mental health problems. Anyways, and and so that one was really great. I don't know why, but yeah. I love when when films do that. Like if you can. If you can amp me up in the first 30 seconds. You're going to watch the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Even Nate. if it just falls off into Point Break Remake, I'm still going to watch <laughs> the rest of it. <laughs> we're going to do a little treat for you guys here in a couple of weeks, and we're going to review the new Point Break film, uh, which is awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Yeah. yeah anyway, so... Um, um, and, then, and, then, and then, hold on. The other, one, the, the other one that I really liked was... Um, so, Carolyn is obviously attractive. Um, she seems to be quirky. And the the scene of them skiing out, 
where she's like she's got like the the red like glass pink sunglasses, pink sunglasses, on, sunglasses yeah. cruising on a trail and and just like talking to the to the camera I really valued that and I think that I, I don't I don't know why I, I, maybe I'm a millennial but um, or or it just it just worked really well yeah. and uh, it was I really enjoyed that shot and I yeah it stood out for me for some reason yeah and then just those like little tidbits of Carolyn we should have talked about this in character but of Carolyn's character that shone through throughout the whole film like when she's in the really scary parts yeah of um, of the shoot she's skiing or those lines she's you can hear her positive self talk the whole way and yeah. it makes it comical almost but it's amazing and you know because. Yeah. I'm actually really harsh on myself when I'm yeah, me too. I'm like yeah, exercising and running and stuff or doing things. Yeah, I'm really harsh, and it's cool to see that she's the complete opposite. And obviously, it's working really well for yeah. her. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, you're totally right. We 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 didn't touch base on how how uh, genuine she is. Absolutely. And 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 across the board, she seems to be that way. And across the board is in like when I was lurking on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I watched this film, uh, exciting too. We posted that this was the film we were going to review, and she liked it. And I don't know if she has a social media manager, but she liked it. And that, like, waking up this morning, I was stoked. Again, I was pumped on something by somebody, and all she had to do was press like. So she yeah. seems... Yeah, that's what I mean. She's very genuine, yeah. He yeah. woke... Yeah, Carolyn, he woke me up this morning <laughs> yeah. with that news, texted to me. He's like, Danny, Carolyn liked her thing, and I was still half-sleeping. What? <laughs> What's he talking about? Yeah, thank you for taking it. Hopefully you get a chance to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that would be wicked. Um, and then, oh, oh, final final shot about the cinematography. Yep. That was like, I thought, kind of groundbreaking was, for, for me, was the shot where she's on, is it called the ribbon shoot? Mm, the last one? Yeah. Yeah, the last one. Uh, no, it wasn't the ribbon shoot. Keep talking. I'll find the name of the shoot. So the shoot where she has to traverse, which looks like the length of some like you know face of a cliff also whoever decided that that was a skiable line like get your <laughs> eyes checked anyway I, I think it's cochetti's ribbon right okay yeah. A rib, yeah and then so that she's on there she's getting prepared you see the line you're like that's insane and then they either had the helicopter or the drone and that's when you get to see how close to the edge mm-hmm. and then they get like that shot i was like that's to me, that was a groundbreaking shot. Like, yep. that was a game changer. Because I was like, holy crap, I'm seeing the perspective. Like, that, it, for me, it blew, blew me away. Cool, yeah. No, yeah. that's... Yeah, it was um, it was a great storytelling shot. Because instead of her talking... Like, I love how she says, it's like, you know, it's all perfectly fine. Just as long as you don't look down. And it shows <laughs> it shows that it shows that shot. And um, so, yeah, it was just a really good storytelling move. In yeah. Mind. yeah, we were forced to look down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that in the cinematography. So I gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Was there any reason I would not give it a 10 out of 10? Get 9 out of 10. I guess I got to be a little <laughs> more stringent. I don't know why I'm starting with this film. <laughs> you don't have to be stringent. You're allowed to... Yeah, this is my po- This is our podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to keep it at 9 out of 10. No, screw it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 go. just because of that shot. <laughs> yeah, that, that I was stoked on that shot. Here, guys, if you want to impress Dick, just point the camera down. <laughs> <laughs> just not when you're going to the bathroom. Yeah. That's not going to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, um, so that kind of, that's it for our uh, uh, for our rating system anyway. But like I said, we still have some talking points. But 
Let's go to the fun section where Richard and I try to do math. (laughs) (laughs) We should have a little jingle for this part, I feel. Definitely. That would be... (laughs) All right, so... Uh, plus. I got papers everywhere, Danny. Papers everywhere. Like, I was thinking that we should start just doing this, you know, beforehand, but no. we've actually had some feedback from some of our listeners that they find this part really funny and enjoyable. So here, we are struggling right now to get this done as quick as we can. Uh, 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 uh. I think I think I got 64. All right, yeah, I got mine. Maybe maybe we should leave it if we get a following of any sort and our listeners can just like we'll do our math as fast as we can and then and then they can they can check it. They almost have time to watch the film and then it takes us to do the math. <laughs> Alright, so I gave it a sixty out of seventy for a total score, which ends up being uh eighty we'll give it we'll round up to eighty six percent. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe we should, like... You give what, it a 64 out of 70? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should give it to, like, the fourth decibel, you know, for the dirtbag. Oh, yeah, what do we, we... We have this... So This is Danny and Dick do math, and it gives us the dirtbag... Decimal system. Decimal system. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Bryce, for uh, for that great idea. Yeah. All right, perfect. So you gave it 91.5%. I gave it 86%. Woo! So 91.5 plus 86 equals divided by 2. So gives a total of 88.75% on this. Boom. And I think that is pretty fair. I think it's more. Well, well, it's not more than fair. It's well deserved. Yeah, there we go. That's the (laughs) term. Um, Absolutely. Cool. All right, so that's it. So then talking points, um, I guess, winces. I totally had a wince and not because of bad filmmaking or anything i had a wince just right off the bat when that guy's yeah so you hear that guy when i first when i first watched the film i didn't know anything about this controversy around her so i heard this voicemail i'm just like well, well that's... i think we should rephrase it controversy around this stalker yeah because con- yeah, it's not it's her. not her it's she's done nothing yet except yeah, well, be awesome at what she's doing yeah yeah um so controversy around the stalker so i kind of heard it and started just like oh yeah i find you really inspiring i was sitting there like oh that's nice and yeah then, yeah then he goes on to about the silver spoon thing and i was like wait really um, thrown for yeah thrown for a ride i was like what yeah <laughs> like, that's and crazy awesome instagram account like that guy's got mental health issues and that was my wins too yeah it was like just that yeah yeah that was crazy but the duality of the film like, it was really important to experience that. Yeah. Again, like, you know, I guess kudos to that guy for launching her film career there. And <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and, and I would imagine, I hope she used, ah, it's tough, right? I bet it'd be draining on you, but but use this, these these stalkers slash trolls. As, as a motivation of yeah, some sort. Yeah, yeah, logs in the fire. Yeah, yeah, as much as I, like, hope that she did, and she might have a little bit, like, I can't help but feel it was probably a huge... Uh, Huge hindrance, annoyance, and just mentally awful. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would become chronic in the yeah. sense of like a... Yeah, anyways. Yeah, so so there's that. Rewatchability, absolutely. So rewatchable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely rewatchable. Yeah. And I had... Yeah, I had a bit of a tear. I definitely had a bit of a tear moment when uh, when her brother... When like she talked about her brother passing away. And then again with Liz afterwards, yeah. it was like really hit. And especially after she... You know, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh, it's like, that's awful about her brother. But then I saw that, you know, she found her partner in Liz and I thought it was so amazing. And just seeing that progression of how you, um, and it, they talk about it in a Maru film, how Conrad Anchor, like, 
originally had uh, Muggs as his like his mentor, and Muggs taught him everything. And then uh, when uh, after Muggs, he uh, had his partner Alex Lowe, and Alex Lowe and him were equals, and they like pushed each other and stuff. Right. And that's how I felt about like Caroline and Liz. They were oh yeah. It is, actually, you know what? She has a very similar story to yeah. uh, Conrad Anchor. In, yeah. Because then, yeah, because Conrad lost Alex as well. Right. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. Like just oh and and I yeah just that uh, Carolyn presents herself on social media like she's just like a, an amazing person it seems like a person mm-hmm. that I would love to I'd love to go skiing with or like, maybe not at her <laughs> level because I don't ski I snowboard but maybe not at, at her level but it, it would be a fun time that was something else too that, that popped out it was that it looked like she was a, like fun to be around yeah absolutely. you know she was she was like charismatic is that the word what, what is it when someone's like I'm, I'm missing this word when they're very like they're physical and that you can see animated. Yeah, very an- yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So and and that's like I think that draws people in. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, same. So tear moment was when when it was announced in the film that Martin had passed away, and like man, watching her dad cry, like just like oh, yeah, you know, and and you know if if uh, her father and her sister, sorry, if her father listens and if carolyn listens like we're so sorry for your loss that that happened to you you know like that's tough and and to see you continually pushing yourself to be better uh in in the face of that trolling adversity like and staying positive yeah that's so inspirational yeah it is yeah it's incredible um and then rewatchability for me yeah totally rewatchable. and then for the mom and dad test um so uh, so here's here's my th- thought for the mom and dad test. Uh, yeah, I would love to show them. I think it's a really cool, inspiring story. I have told every single one of my just close friends yeah. who play in the mountains about this film. Yeah. So yeah, there's not. I wouldn't show it to my mom and dad in terms of like, oh, I want you to learn something cool about something, which seems to be like you know the important places I'd watch it with my dad because I feel like it would kind of really connect us yeah. emotionally and want to do a trip together. Yeah. Um, but with or you know and show, shift would be informative shift, yeah shift would be really informative but this one it just got me stoked and so inspired so all my other friends that i know are pursuing something like going after a really big ambitious goal like you talked about i sent this film to yeah. them because i want them to be inspired to keep kind of going after their goal and i thought that this film did that in a really great way yeah and then and then with friends that are doing like big important goals in their life that maybe are risky great film because carolyn is that has that self-consciousness and it reminds you that that list can be dangerous, yeah. right? In it, like you know, they can be positive, but they can they can push you to places that you maybe shouldn't be going. Um, yeah, mom and dad test. Yeah, mom and dad are funny. Um, I say I say yeah because it's entertaining. Yeah, right. It's entertaining. Um, there isn't too much technical information that would go over their head mm-hmm. um, as as non mountaineer skiers. Um, so so that's great for them. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I would I'd get them. Also, so we watched this film. Uh, I was really pumped on it. I sent it to my girlfriend. She watched it, loved it, and then uh, uh, and then I sent it to the guy I work with, Rob. And so Rob and his wife are like are badasses. Like Mount, you know, like he's run the Stakine. She will like regularly run like class four uh, the elbow. So like they're they're wicked, and they're about to have a kid. Anyways, and I sent it to them and. Uh, 
and like got to work and Rob and I were like right away like oh man like talking about it like this and that and and so that's but, awesome this he, this thing has over a million views on YouTube <laughs> whoa yeah oh it's so great and, and they have it on Vimeo too so some of those views got sucked into Vimeo right so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then but the one person who I would definitely show this to is my ten year old niece oh yeah. Right, like this is totally. A, this is a film for like here's a, here's a role model for young women. Yes, and young men. I she's my role model now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I think I think she's a role model for any any outdoor athlete who's young enough to be to understand and live uh, to move in the social media spectrum. Yeah, right. But even, but even just going after basic goals and being yep. conscious and aware, like yeah, she's just yeah, great role model all around. Yeah, sure. yeah, so. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so definitely, you would. I'm gonna show my niece this film, uh, and 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 I, she's gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I hope she loves it. I'm gonna make her enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do that. No. Um, yeah. Is so there? I think I think that's kind of it. We touched on everything we wanted to talk about. So, um, yeah, Carolyn, we'll be uh, sending this. Um, that's what we've kind of been doing at the end of every podcast. Is we've sent it off to whoever we're doing the podcast about and we've gotten some really like thank you for everyone that's gotten back to us yeah. like gnarly bay you guys reached out to us thank you uh jen randall we've actually been talking with her for a while now and there's hopefully fingers crossed we might actually get her on the podcast here one day jendall jendall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love that and then uh, oh really funny thing that happened the other day jen emails us and she's like oh by the way like and this was really just kind of like off the cusp she's like by the way yeah i sent it to gwen and uh, she really liked it so good work and i was Yo, she was impressed. She, yeah, she said she was impressed or whatever. And so they kind of like, I kind of had to read it twice. I'm like, wait, Gwen, oh my God. Like yeah. Gwen Moffat, Britain's first female mountain guide. No way, listen to us. Listen to, <laughs> listen to this. So that's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. I just couldn't, I just pictured her sitting in her library. They just shut the film in and just kind of drinking her tea listening to these yeah. oh, rambling man. bearded guys. Oh, oh that'd be so. Uh. So that was very cool. So yeah, so we'll be sending this off. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say thank you to all the people who've listened thus far. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Um, and again, like, give us feedback. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it takes 20 seconds, please. You know, uh, if, if you're our friend, if you're not our friend, if you're a random listener. And, and you know what? If, if you enjoyed one, okay, how many have we done now? This will be our fourth one. This will be our fourth one. If you've enjoyed at least one of our podcasts, can you please, like, suggest it to a friend? Yeah. Right? That's that's what I hope for. I hope that you can share our podcast with a friend. That would be great. And we hope that you guys, our goal is that we want, we're hoping that you're learning something you could not learn from just watching the film. Mm-hmm. So, and that that's our goal. So if we're doing that, let us know. That's awesome. And if you feel that like we're not doing that, then let us know as well because we want to try and develop this a little better so that we can get across more relevant information. That's Danny's goal. Mine's just to be opinionated and observe things. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so if you guys, yeah. And that being said, if you want to reach out to us, you can do it through our Facebook page, which is just dirtbag adventure film reviews, or you can email us at dirtbagfilmreviews at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, also us- you can just click, I'm sorry, man. I think I've been walking all over you. That's okay. Uh, or talking all over you. Yeah. Uh, you can just click reviews on, in- on iTunes. Yeah. Simple. That'll help us, uh, you know, more people find out. Yeah, hit that subscribe button. We love that too. Yeah, that'd be so sweet. So that being said, uh, we are going to do a fun giveaway, oh, yeah. which we're going to add that at the start of this podcast as well. 
but we're going to be giving away a $50 MEC gift card. So if you guys want a gift card, all you have to do is easy. Subscribe to us on iTunes and then go and follow us on Facebook. So we'll be keeping track of everyone that does that. That's it or should we add a review? Yeah, just, just get, subscribe yeah, for yeah, now. Yeah, 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 don't click push buttons. It. yeah click, click buttons for us. But yeah, yeah, maybe actually, you know what? Let's do this. If you if you give us a review, you get a second entry into the draw. Bam. So yeah, so subscribe to us. Give us a review on the iTunes, please, if mm-hmm. you would. That'd be sweet. And like us on Facebook. So you have to do those three things. If you just subscribe and like, you get one entry. But if you take the extra time and give us a review, we'll give you a second entry into the draw. Yep. And we'll be doing that draw mid-February, so probably like February 14th. Okay, I'm going to be in Mexico, but I'm... That's okay. We can, we'll make it happen. Making it happen. Yeah. That's what we do. Perfect. All right, guys. Thanks. Wait, for... wait. Yeah. Danny, where can people find your work? Oh, so, uh, yeah, as per usual, find us on Dirtbag Adventure Film Reviews, and then... No, you specifically. Me specifically. If you want to look at some of my photos or watch a few of my videos, you can check me out at www.dannygaripy.com. Okay. And if you want to catch up with uh, Richard, you can check him out at Rivers and Beards on his Instagram tag. Oh, yeah. That hasn't been a while. I yeah. guess I need <laughs> to get back on that. <laughs> um, I don't... Yeah, I'm not a big social media thing, but maybe I'll have to do a little bit more. We'll get started. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, reach out to us on... Um, on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that seems to be a nice central location. Perfect. All right. I think we're done. Thanks, guys. Uh, Peace.